2: Hey folks, Matt Donald here! Subscribe to my Patreon! I don't have anything else to say. Patreon.comslash Matthew Donald.
0: Roar.
2: Growl. Snarl.
0: Bellow.
2: Welcome to Paleobites, the podcast that, like a corporalite nugget, looks like gold, but is actually crap. My name is Matthew Aww. Dahl, and each week, I, in a rotating series of guest co-hosts, talk about and rate a genus a prehistoric animal, be it dinosaur, mammal, arthropod, and so on. This week, I'm joined by someone who looks like crap, but is actually gold. That's not true. It's- it's- wow. You need to work on your compliments, it's- Matt. It's Alan Brooks. How
1: are you? And I'm back <laughs> to finish up the... Uh, dogs the, the to, little trilogy dogs of uh, dolphins trilogy yeah. that we've been having, and wow, this has been a bit of a change in the past, however many millions of years since the last one
2: we did. Yeah, last time we led up to we led up to Basilosaurus, like uh, we've been building up to it, and how we're like, yeah, it's just seeing them evolve. It's crazy. <laughs> it's- yeah, the one thing I still have to ask you about is. When did the tail
1: get important? Because uh, with with uh, and swimming, and
2: uh, like uh, swimming with using its legs, it's just the the fluke would help with it. But let's not get into that just yet. We have to okay. we have to okay. we have to start with the dinosaur related question. I know Do you're excited, you're excited about uh, basilosaurus, but it's not time yet. Uh, so I have to ask you a dinosaur related question. So in honor of basilosaurus having the stupidest name, because I mean, look, there's a reason it ends in saurus. We'll get into it. Uh, because they thought it was like a sea serpent at first, and so they named it King Lizard. But then they realized, oh wait, this is actually a mammal. Do the rules of nomenclature? We can't change it. Uh-huh. <laughs> Taxonomical nomenclature and such. Yeah. So, uh, in honor of this, what, uh, <laughs> what other, what other prehistoric mammal would you propose be renamed to Indosaurus, and what would the name be? <laughs> I'm thinking like I don't mammoths know. could be like Tuscosaurus.
1: Ha <laughs> <laughs> ha. No, I was actually thinking of that giant, uh almost long that giant long necked uh rhinoceros species. Oh, the Indricotherium, yeah. Indricotherium. The it's like <laughs> that one should be more like a because, darn it, if you gave it a long tail, people would be real hard pressed to tell if it was if it wasn't a
2: sauropod. Well, I mean the ear the external ears kind of give it away too though. But... <laughs> Fine.
1: The ears, yes. But other than that, <laughs> It's yeah. literally gave it a give it a tail, chop off the ears, and it looks like a syrup, and it looks very much like a syrup pot, especially oh, in for silhouette.
2: Sure. Oh, for sure. Like, for silhouette, for sure. It's basically for, for silhouette. It's basically a camara sword, where it's like yeah, like kind of stockier, oh, yeah. but still long neck. Yeah. So, oh, yeah. but what would you call it then? What kind, what what? Saurus.
1: <sighs> I have no idea. You want to help me come up with one?
2: Parasaurolophus or Indricosaurus. <laughs>
1: okay, I like it. Or I like just it.
2: Or just Rhinosaurus. Parasarosaurus,
1: I think I, I kind of like that one a little bit better, partially because, yeah. you know, it, uh, The funny thing I is, don't know. It just is so different from what it has currently that it would take a little while. Though, I do have to well, say. Well, is
2: the is the name of the Indricatheer, is what that is, so. Okay. Okay, so, not, ne- so that's not, I call it. not nearly as creative,
1: but, you know. Yeah, well, no, I was thinking of Rhinosaurus because that just means nose lizard. <laughs> Uh, despite the fact that there's absolutely no nose, whatever. I mean, there's a little bit of a nose, I guess, but like, oh, well, well, it's like rhinoceros nose means horn, nose horn, horn so
2: yeah, oh, nose good horn. Point. So
1: nose yeah. instead of horn, because I'm like, yeah, there's no horn on in in
2: dracotherium, but uh, yeah, and anyway. yeah, rhinoceros means nose horn, but yeah. So all right, so we're talking about basilosaurus, uh, not Tuscosaurus or Paracerosaurus. Mm-hmm. We're talking about basilosaurus.
1: Basilosaurus, <laughs> what was thought to be a giant snake.
2: Uh, of some uh, kind? See, yeah,
1: some sort of like reptile Snake like a mosasaur or, or something. Sort of Only yeah. for them, probably with the inner thing of the head, to look at this and be like,
2: that ain't no fetching lizard. That doesn't look Yeah, right. exactly. Well, like the Mosasaur uh f- to be fair, Mosasaurs we've known for such a long time. In fact, I think that they were the Mosasaurus was described in the eighteenth century, so like the late seventeen hundreds. That's before Whoa. any dinosaur. So Huh. Uh yeah I know it's pretty pretty fascinating yawn worthy definitely <laughs> no sorry <laughs> but yeah so it's I'm like just, I'm just it is am inter- it is
1: interesting that they were found so early and it does have a very co- evidence oh. of a convergent evolution because it does have a fairly similar body plan to mm-hmm. um
2: the mosasaurs yeah of that's course, what I'm saying maybe Luke they thought this was a relative degrees. since it was so it was so early on in the, our our uh, in understanding of paleontology they thought it was yeah, <laughs> could have been just another most. Yeah, exactly. Oh, so, gosh. but no. So what it was? It was a cetacean, a group of artiodactyl mammals that includes dolphins and whales. Like this. This is yeah. very much a whale. Uh, and um, like I said, names in Oridns and source like a dinosaur. How dare it? That's for dinosaurs only. <laughs> Theriums are mammals. sources is a dinosaur's. <laughs> That's what I say. Just yep. ignore Basilosaurus and the dinosaur full girl Therium. Okay. So. <laughs> Size. Uh, 55 to 66 feet slash 17 to 20 meters long, 6 to 7 tons. Enormous, but fairly light and built due to its summertime body and lack of blubber. I remember in Walking with Beast, they said it weighed 60 tons. I'm like, that's not true at all. That's Walking with deliberately exaggerating once again. Ah. Okay. How do we know it didn't have blubber?
1: You know what? That's a darn good question. Because, <laughs> I mean, okay, we do know that blubber mostly would evolve as a sort of insulative thing for going for the going to the more arctic or or uh antarctic locations which modern whales ha- often have because water is a lot colder but uh but they're just probably guessing due to the climate that it lived in that it probably didn't need blubber because it was warm enough and it was long enough though so if you look if you look like a big noodle i'm not totally sure if you're going to be super insulated, so maybe it had a thin layer of blubber to keep it warm.
2: Perhaps, perhaps, uh, indeed. Uh, it was a carnivore, uh, lived in the late Eocene, 41 to 34 million years ago. Location, uh, Egypt, Morocco, Jordan, Tanzania, uh, Pakistan, the United States, and Peru. This thing got around.
1: <laughs> yeah, because it's like most of those look like kind of, you know, n- it's like kind of a North Africa... Uh, And then he randomly got United States and Peru, too. And then it suddenly jumps across to the Americas, which at this point were across the smaller but still fairly sizable Atlantic Ocean.
2: Oh, yeah, for sure. Well, a lot of them are like that. Like, Livia Titan was found in Peru and also, like, somewhere else, too, like uh, somewhere in Morocco or something like that, too. So I guess the the bone beds are similar. Yeah. Livia
1: Titan is going to be much later than this. Which, yes, you could probably uh, for tell more on that, I did an episode of that bit. a while
2: back. I think it was like sixty something, yeah. or seventy something. Uh, yeah. Described in eighteen thirty nine, 1839, uh, pop culture appearances. Famously, appeared in Walking with Beasts as the protagonist of the second episode, and it reappeared in the spinoff special Chased by Sea Monsters, where if, if if you recall, Nigel Marvin lured it by using a big uh, <clears throat> ocean speaker, where they recorded its noises and then played it back, so they thought it would, so the it thought it was another Basilosaurus, they could lure it in. That sounds interesting but I'm like wouldn't it
1: be more efficient if they'd have just recorded its favorite prey which was what
2: Dorudo don? Well that's according to that yeah it preyed on a bunch of things it, uh what it, Well, they what they think is like they'd view it as like a as like a a territorial thing so it like I got to scare this I got Ah okay psh, get this guy away Of course that does
1: assume that they had heavy they u- made great use of Underwater vocalizations, which, considering Basilosaurus did not have a melon for echolocation and was probably one of the dumber of the way of the.
2: Oh, no, this was whales. back when they were not nearly as smart as they are now. So Yeah, whales have gotten smarter as time goes on. Uh, but it also appeared in the mobile game Jurassic Park Builder and as a pho- photograph, its skeleton appeared in the end credits of Godzilla King of the Monsters. Wait, what? Yeah, apparently in the credits, in credits of Godzilla King of the Monsters, you know those that big montage of all those different um things, basically things. Yeah, one of them is like a skeleton of it, a Basilosaurus. I can see like why. Real Looking at the skeleton,
1: it. you're just you just look at this thing and it's like, what is this thing? Until you get to the head and you're like, oh, it looks like some kind oh, of oh, those early are pretty whale.
2: mammalian teeth. Yeah, for sure. Yeah.
1: <laughs> mammalian teeth. The flippers look pretty mammalian, but after the rib also- cage, it just looks like a giant tail.
2: Also, apparently, uh, uh, it's mentioned in the novel Moby Dick as well. Uh, Ishmael cites Spasselaurus during his studies as a possible whale fossil, so oh. that's how I know this thing's old. Because Moby is Dick old. is, yeah, because like when did Moby Dick come out? Hold on, let me check. Uh, 1851. <laughs> um, my dad read Moby Dick, and he really, really loved it. I have tried to read it. It is a deep and heavy book. <laughs> like it is dense, and if you're not into the Logistics of the whaling industry—it is boring. <laughs> okay. But the interesting thing is, like, it spins the whole thing building up to it—the climactic showdown between Ahab and the whale, where he's like in a, v- a storm with a harpoon. It's like it's like there she blows. All that stuff—that's like the last chapter. <laughs> and there's a lot of, or chapters like the second to last that. chapter. And then, spoiler alert: it ends with. Them all dying except for Ishmael, who like and the ship getting destroyed by Moby Dick, and um, Ishmael is is like left to be adrift on a on a bit of wood, floating wood. I don't know if he gets rescued or not. I don't. I also don't really care. <laughs> <But> <laughs> yeah, harsh. I know. <laughs>
1: yeah, though I think in in predator behavior, I would say. Uh, Bacillosaurus would probably be more akin, a little bit like a solo, like sort of a halfway point between sperm whales and uh, modern orcas. Oh, for sure. Well, sperm whales, they don't really feed on on, uh, big prey other than giant squids. Yeah, but I'm saying it's kind of big like a sperm whale, and it's mostly solid. Terry, I don't know. We're trying. Yeah, to... well, as far as we know, I mean, it's, as it's far, far as hard we to... know, or no, it was uh, it was solitary, like the... a large predator, but like orcas, it would generally it would go after though, a little bit oddly. It would mostly they go after group... other whales and fish, and they they probably group up uh, during mating season, but that's well, like yeah, it's... <laughs> but that that everything <laughs> groups up at mating season. Let's that's right. true. That's that i am say like not big groups. A very good. Reducing qualifier. Anyway, one thing I want to no, talk about with Basilosaurus, or more like just the evolution of whales, is when the heck did the tail become the tail that we know? I mean, for a while... Pretty it- early
2: on. Keep in mind, this Basilosaurus was from 41 million years ago at the earliest, which means this is still... Let 25 million years after the extinction of the dinosaurs, 26... Yeah, 25. No, because if we have 41 to 66. So 25 million years is all it took from mammals to get to these tiny tree-climbing shrew things into these giant serpentine monstrous whales. 25 million years. That is all it took. <laughs> it is a ridiculously fast. But again, I'm like... I
1: honestly would have expected them to go more the route of seals and sea lions with using Well, some their... of them did,
2: I guess, but... Wait, really? It's just... Well, I mean, seals and sea lions, I think uh, pinnipeds are, are... date back around this time, too. Let me just double-check on that. Hold on. Because
1: <laughs> I was thinking... I thought they were an
2: entirely uh, No, Nope, family. sorry, my mistake. Pinnipeds appeared in the late Augustine uh, t- first uh, 24 million years ago, so... Okay. Because, so... yeah,
1: it's like... I would have thought with the body plan they had... During Pachycetus and ambulocetus, that they would, they would, their tail would vanish, their their legs would become either a seal or sea sea lion esque, and use that to swim. But well, I just, guess in that, in giant that, if they were to ta- do that,
2: tail they'd tail be, fluke. they'd be competition for the sharks. I think is that they be so for the predators. So like they just evolved to get bigger. So
1: yeah, well, it's not the size? It's the development of the
2: tail that I'm most interested in because. I mean, I can see that, especially if they're already swimming by kicking their back legs and moving their spine up and down. Having a fluke is an obvious advantage. Yeah, but I'm just, how did it, you That's know, one of the reasons why whale flukes are pointed, you know, horizontally, while fish flukes and, and ichthyosaur flukes are pointed vertically, because of the yeah. way the spine moves. Yeah, so. that's how the spine
1: would move, but I'm like... Yeah, I I just don't get how the evolution went from, you know... How well, always the tail me,
2: developed into this gigantic that always, uh, thing? That, that always, uh, yeah, of course. But that always makes me laugh about like mermaids, for instance, because mermaids are half human. Even though they have fish tails, they swim like mammals. They swim like whales. They swim with their fish tails going up and down. I think that's very funny. They that is really, really
1: in, so. That's a really interesting side tangent. Maybe they should have more tail flukes like a
2: dolphin. That's why I'm wondering. Yeah. <laughs> But then they're not as pretty, you know. You, like if you, if you ever saw the the new Love Actually with Halle Bailey, like her tail is gorgeous. It is like tropical color colored, you know. It's not just the purple tail. Well, no, the, the green tail from the uh, cartoon. It's like it's vibrant and like it's just it's like the way the f- the fins look. It's Kinda more like, like a those tropical weird fish, fighting fish, kind of. Place. Yeah, it's it's beautiful. It's like iridescent. It's like oh man. So uh. But I wouldn't be very. But, fast but you can't thing. really do that with a dolphin tail. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but, but it would, I would make say more dolphin sense. Tail
1: would make them a heck of a lot faster. Yeah, you'd think. I would never try. What? I would never want to be choose a a one of those fighting fish in a versus
2: a dolphin in a race. Oh, for sure. Oh, oh to be fair, a uh a, a sailfish is the fastest fish in the ocean, no, the fastest thing in the ocean. I think too. It's faster than a dolphin. What?
1: Oh, but yeah, if you look at the tail on that thing, that thing looks like a crescent moon.
2: That's true. Yeah. I do like those shark tails that look not, they're so pointed, they look like those pirate swords. <laughs> like, oh yeah. They have like a next they have an extra point. But yeah, again. The, uh, I still don't yeah, I know get the tail. The, the tail. It, it's like I, I I don't know why this is I actually think that makes sense to me. <laughs> like it's just cuz it's an obvious advantage. As soon as it got the mutation, there would be no reason for it not to keep it. <laughs>
1: Oh yeah. I'm not doubting that. I'm just surprised that it, they went with tail-based propulsion rather than limb-based propulsion.
2: I would wager it's, it's better conserve, conservation of energy. Like kicking takes more energy than just moving your back up and down. That makes sense. That makes sense. So, uh yeah, I I wager that's probably the reason. But yeah, in terms of mass it was the top predator of its environment. Uh, obviously. Um, it, it preyed upon smaller whales. Another point in its comparison to orcas. Yep. Apparently it, it, it fed, uh, the, the, there are two species of, uh, Basilosaurus. Well, Basilosaurus Isis, uh, unfortunate name there, but again, it's based on before the, (laughs) um, it's because it's from Egypt and before the, the group, uh, That's the one that fed off of Juvenile Dorodon, where there's been bite marks on the skulls of Juvenile Dorodon. Um, But then uh, the smaller one, uh, basilosaurus Cetoides, it fed exclusively on fish and large sharks. So I'd wager, you know, back to the Mosasaurus um, comparison, this is pretty similar, uh, probably, in, like, ecology, you know? (laughs) Oh, yeah, definitely. It's definitely almost the exact same comparison. Because, like... Same place. I remember, like, when call. Jurassic World Dominion first came out, and like, it showed at the end the Mosasaurus uh, befriending those humpback whales. At first, I thought, oh, that's kind of cheesy. Would eat them, right? And I'm thinking about it, like, well, no, because back in Mosasaurus' day, it didn't it didn't have prey that big. Like, the only thing yeah. that big was other Mosasaurs at the time it lived in. So it it would it would probably view it as a rival, maybe. But if not, it would be a friend. Yeah. So like, mm. or at least a uh, I mean, not a friend, but, like... Uh, I mean, those, would be, those interspecies friendships happen. And interspecies partnerships, like...
1: And quite so, frankly, it would be allowed. Because, I mean, no one wants to mess with the thing... Mess with a because
2: Mosasaurus. Because a, a humpback whale is not only too big, but it's also wouldn't wouldn't be a threat to the Mosasaurus at all. Yeah. So... That's so, a no crossover so, in that regard. In yeah, so, like, it, it makes sense for them to kind of pair up. Um, like, mm-hmm. the Mosasaurus could protect the humpback whale and the bait, especially the calves of the bait. Yeah, so... Um, in return, yeah, I don't know. Uh, but so point is, is that mosasaurus preyed on like smaller things, like sharks, uh, occasionally some big turtles like Archelon and smaller mosasaurs, uh, but nothing as big as themselves. And and this is the same with Basilosaurus; it fed on turtles, large fish, smaller whales. It's basically the same. (laughs) Yeah, basically the same. Just replace some things. Uh... I feel bad for those poor sharks that are constantly like. Like, hey, we're at the top of the food chain. Oh wait, nope, we're not. Oh, we're at the top of the food chain. Oh wait, no, we're not. Yeah, no. <laughs> yep. They're always getting usurped. Always getting usurped. Oh well, that's. But at the same time, they're just the so good evolution. at what they do that they just they'll, they'll you know like bigger species come and go, dominant ones come and go, but the the sharks will always be there. Yeah, and so Basilosaurus,
1: big predator. Uh, one thing mm-hmm. I remember looking at finding is apparently they may have chewed their food which is an interesting interesting idea. yeah cuz most things like you they, find they, them, they rip don't it chew apart their food like, they yeah. bite a big chunk and swallow bite and swallow bite and swallow if there's any kind of uh if there's any kind yeah, of yeah cuz like I know, like, be done, uh,
2: you use it your most your body for it. So, for something, right? Because I know orcas, they, uh, they actually prey on blue whales. Orcas do. So, uh, the things they do is they often go for, like, the lips and the tongues, which is violent as hell. But, um, and so I'm assuming they just, yeah, they use their, they grab onto it and they use their body to just rip it off. <laughs> like, yeah. But, like, yeah, this it would chew. Yeah. So, you could take a portion of something. Yeah. Ugh. Uh, now, in terms of sources extinction, uh, its fossil sea record seems to end at the Eocene-Augustine extinction event. Um, uh, this ex- event, um, the Eocene-Augustine extinction event, it's not a mass extinction, but it was still uh, enough of an extinction to be notable. Uh, obviously, any extinction... Like, an extinction event is not just when one species goes extinct, but a bunch of species do. And so this is, like, not a mass extinction, but a minor extinction. And it... Uh, and it not only killed Basilosaurus, it killed all of Basilosaurus' uh, group of whales, which are known as the Archaeocetoids, so which Archaeocetoids. is like the old whales. Yeah. Hmm. And the extinction of Basilosaurus is what prompted the diversification of modern cetaceans, the Neocetoids, and these are early toothed and baleen whales, hmm. and they are the ones that evolved into our modern-day tooth whales and baleen whales. And so at this time, there were no baleen whales. It was just toothed whales. And they weren't modern toothed whales, so they weren't related to toothed whales, but they were carnivorous whales. So. Yeah, carnivorous whales. Because apparently
1: one of the things that sets apart many toothed whales is their ability for echolocation, which yeah, apparently modern sperm whales are... Can get really painfully loud with that sort of thing. Uh, kind of an advantage <laughs> that uh, Besulosaurus is entirely missing. It's like it cannot echolocate, which means it would have to rely on sight, which means you have to have binocular vision for it right. in order to do it. And which they, is, uh, you know, is a thing that like some things have. You so can survive sense. that way, but mm-hmm. they wouldn't have the smell, smell the uh, scent. Mm-hmm. scent and smell analog that way, that uh, sharks do, as well as uh, the electro reception, so right. it's kind of amazing that they managed to do so well. It probably was due to their despite their lackluster intelligence, they may have been uh
2: They were just brute force, is what it was. Well, what? I'm sorry? What were we going to say?
1: Oh, I was actually going to say, it's kind of amazing that they managed to take the top spot. I'm not totally sure how. What do you think would be why they took the top spot? Was it just? I think it's simply brute force.
2: Size, I think it's size and brute force. Yeah, True. Um, it doesn't take. It doesn't take. like. Well, look at the other ones. Like Dunkleosteus, is, it's not. It's not intelligent. <laughs> like no. mosasaurs, I don't think we're particularly intelligent either. So no. Um, it's just the whales, really. Whales, although got big I think. Enough. Yeah, although to be fair, sometimes Predators, Predators don't often to need to be intelligent. It's like, T-Rex being the overpowered freak it is, is one of the Inceptions. It's actually one of the biggest brains of any dinosaur relative to its body size, even though it's freaking enormous. So, T-Rex mm. is just overpowered in every way. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah. Um, but yeah, that's pretty much Basilosaurus. it's just a... Uh, the, it's not even like we, we could continue this little mini series of whale evolution if you wanted. Although, I again Olivia titan, have already done, but yeah. it's just interesting to see. Like, yeah, 25 million years is all it took from the first uh artiodactyls to uh, well, actually, no, it was 10 million years is when they came in. So, where, where did let's see, hold on, let's see if I can find out wh- what the or what the starting point was, and then we can finish it off here. All right, um, that looks you, like it would Gula- be
1: Indo. Indohyas, which was uh, 49 to 48 million years ago. Well, no, no, I'm talking about like when
2: the dinosaurs died. At, when the- oh, 65? Yeah. Yeah. Let's see. Uh, Pepad e- ungulatia, all true ungulates, is placental mammals, and they range from the early Cretace- late Cretaceous, 79 to 5 years ago to now. Let's go to. Okay, this is pro. pro- Proto, okay. I think this is probably our starting point. Uh, proto, uh, well, well we, we could probably do this. We'd have to go back, but proto, Protungulatum. It's the extinct genus of 3 mammals, possibly the earliest known placental mammals in the fossil record, and um, it is the one that evolved that evolved into other placental mammals as well as um, the whales. So, uh, and it lived from seventy to sixty-three million years ago. So it means it was a survivor of the mass extinction. So yeah. from 65 million years to
1: basilosaurus's 41 million <laughs> years ago was all it took for mammals to go from mm-hmm. basically proto basically the proto mammals to kings of the ocean that quite frankly have yet have not been uh overthrown despite a valiant attempt from megalodon <laughs> but exactly. that sucker it had tried. competition from Livetan, Le- Yep, Leviatin or whatever Leviatin, it is or, or, yeah. which, that's a mm-hmm. scary thing but, Oh, for sure uh,
2: It's funny to see, like, modern day about-
1: Orcas that whales mm-hmm. have basically took a very, very brief time to go from nothing to kings of the ocean From nobody to, to nightmare, the
2: TV trope <laughs> mm-hmm. So, mayor Yes, very much so <laughs> All right. Well, I'm going to rate it uh, 55 million out of 65 million. Uh, maybe 56 million because it's pretty cool. But I don't know. are is cooler. It's reptile yeah. They're missing a lot of I... the
1: things that would make later toothed whales really good. The intelligence they're missing, they um, are lacking entirely the completely busted ability of echolocation. So, yeah. I'd and put they it apparently they about... don't have blubber either. But that just and means and they're blubber, different enough. And blubber, which means that they, couldn't, well, they could not invade the colder... Water areas, which is actually the more rich areas, to, if you
2: want to, you know, get right. lots of food. Well, that's 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 the advantage that uh, had made the whales safe from megalodon, because the the reason that megalodon went extinct, we think, is because when the ice age came, all of its prey moved further north, while megalodon was reduced to the tropics because it couldn't survive up in the north, and then. Its prey, its prey, all left, and it could survive up north. It, w- it was starved to extinction. Huh. So, yeah. So, what are you going to rate it? I
1: was going to say about fifty million. I mean it. It is starting to get the da- reasons why whale. It is basically when whales started to realize, oh hey, we can do this whole kings of the ocean thing. King lizards of the ocean. King, they're li- like wait a king minute, lizard, <laughs> king lizards. Yeah, that one is definitely one they might need to rename. They but can't yeah, they were, though. Right.
2: That's the f- really frustrating thing. Uh-huh. It's like if exactly. you if you if you um, as a joke when you're drunk and you name a, a paper uh, or you, you write a paper to name a dinosaur, Gugu Gagasaurus, and then it ends up being a valid species. Guess what? It sticks. <laughs> it sticks.
1: <laughs> Man,
2: but yeah, Gugu Gagasaurus ends up being.
1: learning, definitely learning what what whale what being a whale means. Mm-hmm. Sad they went, but uh, yeah, I'm they not. would not. Be able <laughs> I'm glad to... they're gone. I don't have to deal with them when I swim. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, uh, but... they f- they through their less through the things they lo- that uh, that happened with Basilosaurus. We now have the orcas, the dolphins, the sperm whales, and all that stuff. A mm-hmm. great addition to this planet Earth a great addition to the collection
2: of sea predators. <laughs> that's so, scary, yeah. sea predators. Yep, all right. Absolutely. All right, well, that's it for this week. you will get a little show, and contact me at Podcast at gmail.com, at paleobitespod on Twitter, and paleobitespodcast on Instagram. You can find me on social media, at Method on, on Facebook, at On 64 everywhere else, so like Instagram, Twitter, TikTok. Well, if you want to send out any messages, for whatever reason, I guess send a message to the Paleobites Pod and I'll relay any, any messages that you might have. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know what it would be, but yeah, maybe DM questions. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. All right. Well, that's it for this week. All right. That's it. I'll see it at the end of every episode of Paleo Bites. So. <laughs> All
1: right. Bye, everyone. Bye. <laughs>